And welcome to another edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Rebar. And my name is Paul Laux. And Paul, you were uh, telling me something off-air. Tell me it right now on-air. Yeah, so I have a, a kid on the way, and with all these you know, nursery rhymes flowing back into my head, one is the alphabet. Everyone knows mm-hmm. the alphabet. It's also the same as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And I don't know if you saw this, but... I did. And I love it. You know what I'm about to say. so happy. How elemental P is always like one... Mm-hmm. Like, kids legitimately think it's one letter because they gave an elemental P. So they remixed it to break up the elemental P. And and it is the worst, cringiest thing I've ever heard in my life. I think the easy fix is just slow it down. L-M-N-O-P. Just slow it down. Just slow the song down a little bit. You know, you don't have to speed through the song. But not only this guy who's singing this new remix... First of all, he sounds creepy. I was kind of expecting to get DJ Khaled on the end. <laughs> DJ, you know this guy who's singing this new remix. You gotta check it out. It's everywhere. Just type in like new ABC song. It's um, I forget the name of the website, but I'll I'll put a link into it on the podcast page. But he just he sounds creepy. The bell chime sounds creepy. Oh yeah. And then it starts off the same, right? So it's like A B, and then you get to and he goes L M N O P R S. It's I forgot Q. And my thing is, oh yeah, sorry, Q's <laughs> very forgettable letter. I'm sorry, Q. My thing is, if you're gonna remix it, like he cut it out in a different way that the letters actually like. There's like you a melody there. You can't have the same tune, first of all, because that's well, just gonna mess you up. No, I don't mind the same tune because he could have been like A B C D E M G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. I don't know. That's even worse. Well. Okay, to his version though, his version is no melody. He goes L M N O P Q R S T U. I don't know his. It's just it's atrocious. I don't like it. It's I hate it. I hate it. I I understand the idea that like okay, kids are messing up those letters because we're going too fast. Just slow the song down. That's all you have to do. One of my favorite bands in the world that you've probably never heard of is this band called Cuckoo Kangaroo. And Why does that sound like like the Wiggles, but like maybe Australian based? What it is is there's there's two guys from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and I used to play in a little band in Akron that we and oh. they would like randomly go around the country and like what they are is they're kids songs that weirdly like are for adults, but they're not like adult oriented. It's the weirdest thing. Okay, they've made legitimately I think like sixteen albums. Like, oh wow, an unbelievable amount of songs, and one of their biggest songs is called Elemental P. <laughs> it's just about the alphabet. You have to listen to it. It's I'll great. check it out. It's great. I'm not going to lie. When you were talking about that, we should do a concert together. As in what? Well, like you you and a band or you doing whatever. But you know I'm a pop artist on the side. I'm dropping a new album early next year. I'm ready, man. I got the material. Another, what, what album number is this now? This will be 17. Although, oh, my God. Well, here's the thing. The first 14, the first 14 we don't really speak of because they were they're a little <laughs> first 14 <laughs> albums I don't they were of. all like the first few especially like the first few was can you like, bring one in to put on the next podcast like, like your an early first, the your first, first one. Oh, it's still up on youtube it, um the lead single is called electric and it was eh, 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 electric eh, <laughs> eh, eh, eh. and then there was uh, the, the first album that i did was called beautiful amazing and it was named after myself. And then the, the title track was like, Beautiful, Amazing, that is exactly what I am. Beautiful, Amazing, something, something, something. But yeah. Very And nice. that's been almost, oh my God, next year's going to be a decade of me and my, quote, musical career, end quote, because it's not really 
any true music. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> really just sound. <laughs> All right, so let's last week or last episode, I shouldn't say last week. We talked about doing a um, what'd you call it with the? Uh... Well, we we talked about doing two things. We're only going to do one today. Uh, we're going to do retroactive astrology, which is where we look at astrology from this last week. So it's not astrology going forward for this next week. It's to see the how last well week. it applied to previous. Exactly. Week. So it's kind of like it's like, well, did it did match it up? Out, yeah. Did it work? And then in the next episode, I know we're like teasing all these episodes, we'll actually sit down and do our Myers-Briggs, because we talked about doing the Myers-Briggs, and we'll actually put some work into that, Uh, because as you know, this is a very minimalist uh, podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Very minimal. Okay, Paul, are you ready? I'm ready. And what's your sign again? I'm a Scorpio. Barely, but I am. Oh, wait, when's your birthday? November 19th. (gasps) Okay, we gotta do something for your birthday. (laughs) It's funny, I'm a Scorpio moon. What does that mean? It's your subconscious sign. So what you, you have know, a subconscious? Sign? Oh, you have. So, well, here's how do you thing. know what your subconscious? We got to do a whole natal chart for you. Um, so every, the sign that everyone knows is your sun sign, which is your conscious. That's like kind of who you are, you know, in just every day in the moment. I mean, this is all BS anyway. But well, we'll no, see. it is. Well, so how do you know your moon sign? Or um, you you're doing your natal chart, and so your moon sign is your subconscious. So it's really fascinating. Anyway. Well, here's Cosmo. This is what Cosmo said. Um, For your sign? This is for you. Oh, for Scorpio. Okay. Well, some of this... Okay, this one's not... Okay. Is it super vague? Well, you'll you'll listen. Listen. Scorpio, your season begins on Wednesday, and your honesty, power, and loyalty will inspire everyone around you. Your annual new moon is this Sunday, so this last Sunday. So tell the universe your birthday wishes early so that it can get to manifesting manifesting all your desires. That literally means nothing. And yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Cosmo! Well, do you want to hear what Cosmo said about me? Not really, but okay. <laughs> well, because well, I'm a Libra. Okay. So, I'm, so Libra and Scorpio are back to back. So mine says, well, Scorpio season starts on Wednesday, and that's going to push you to put your money towards anything that will help you reach some higher goals like classes of some kind. And on Sunday, a new moon in your income and value space inspires you to commit what you need to feel safe. Funny that it talks about um, put money towards something. I bought a new recorder. Oh, yeah. So, and that was 200 bucks. Um, <laughs> which, like... But still, it's so vague. But, I mean... Okay, you when do I? Thing. Congrats. When do I purchase something like that's that is he that purchases is, stuff every week but not a, not a 250 recorder yeah but 200 dollars something else coffee but i didn't you know still it's mine was mine was yeah. disappointing Co- mine cosmo, was i'm a little i'm a little disappointed with cosmo okay let's talk check in this is with pure one or no pure what? pure wow pure wow sounded like a romance well story. because it uses one of those you know how there's all those fonts right <laughs> all those fonts? fonts yeah the font of the website is like this scripty font Oh, it's this like, is hippie shit. Well, it's the kind of font that you would see on like those like, like Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. yeah, the Bed Bath and Beyond poster font. It's so pure wow. This is about like it looks like you're. It's about to also tell me that vaccines don't work. We're like one of those. <laughs> oh, real quick, I saw this. I don't know if you saw this viral tweet, but it was this thing about it was like okay, parents, you don't want to vaccinate your kids. Well, good luck telling your kid when they die. Well, not when they die, but like very serious things that happen when you don't vaccinate your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, good luck telling them that they had to go through this because you chose not to vaccinate. I was like, ooh! The tea. I have some really dark jokes about that, but I'm just going to hold those to <laughs> We're going to save that for the after dark. <laughs> Thoughts of the round table. Okay, are you ready for what Pure Wow says? Sure. It's for finally Scorpio. Your se- yeah, this is you. 
It's finally your season, happy birthday Scorpio, and as you start receiving the attention of a birthday queen, you realize that some things can no longer be left unsaid. It's time to compose that biting text message or make that nerve-wracking phone call. It's a moment to break it off or make amends. On the 21st, you're hit with a dreamy wave of creativity and channel your passion into a poem. However it is that you express yourself, let your voice be heard. Any Dude, of that? These are crap. No, no I didn't no, hit you? No, not Let's at see all. What's about I'm trying to, it said something about the 21st. Mm-hmm. Dude, last 21st was a Monday. I didn't. I worked. That's it. <laughs> that was the most pointless thing ever. Oh my god! Look at this one. This is me. See, you know, well, can, can I say something before yeah. we move on? They're not predicting anything. That's the problem I'm having. Well, it's weekly, so it's a very vague weekly. It's not even like. But I'm just. All I'm saying is like. It's just nonsense. It's like garbledy gook. It's nothing. Well, let's see what it says about me. Well, last week it said, you know what your goals are, especially in terms of personal growth. But in order to manifest any of them, you need more cash. So you need to focus on your bank account, start stashing away money. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a broke, broke. bitch. Um, it's a fund for your foundation. Um, an alluring possibility to get rich pre- presented itself. Don't take it as... No, I see. Didn't really hit me. How come yours one. is so much more substantive than mine? Mine's because always just like, you're a magical here's, well, pony. Here's the, like, here's the problem. We're going into Scorpio season, so a lot of these are going to be like... Oh, it's Scorpio season, and like so. The idea right now is that this is one of your high tides in life. I mean, have you done anything in the last couple weeks that like is like wow? No, not at all. No, my life is boring now. Oh well, not for me. Okay, last week for yeah, me. This is from uh, the Sydney Morning Herald. So if if we one. can't have right. the vaccinated moms help us, maybe the Australians can. So for me, it says, watch for emotional overspending as the sun arrives in your money zone. Don't know you're broke again. <laughs> well, you know what's thing. funny? I've been, I have been spending a lot of money. It, okay. I mean, I'm not even joking. I bought that recorder. Anyway, it says, see if you can find any other ways to bolster your ego, perhaps by getting support from friends. Bolster your ego. And then Scorpio, I mean, we kind of, because we're in Scorpio season, as the sun arrives in your own sign, the spotlight of you on you shines brighter than ever. It's a perfect week for showcasing your talents at work. Well, did you showcase your talents at work last week? I'll, I'll give it a yes. <laughs> I'll give that one a yes. Well, I was like, well, I don't mean to brag, but <laughs> I'm great at work. Okay, not going to lie, a little disappointing. In the yeah. past, they've been really good. Well, mine are just so vague. You know what I used to like? Should we check out what Vice says? Do you think Vice might have better ones? Probably not, but we'll give it a shot. But okay. before before yeah. we go into it, I, I use I like the newspaper ones that give you like the star day, like what kind of star day you're. But getting. they're they're always three to four stars. They're never no one ever. Gets oh, I've two seen or some five. ones. Really? Yeah, I've never seen yeah. those ones. All right, so this is from Vice. This is for me. Uh, the moon in Cancer finds you focusing on your career, and good vibes flow in your finances as the moon connects with Venus. But important considerations about your home are up for examination as the moon opposes Saturn. Your ruling planet Venus connects with Saturn, encouraging a helpful atmosphere for making plans and commitments. Security is on your mind. At least that one has more, like, like logic behind it. What's interesting, though, is, like, I'm always focusing on my career, so I don't know. So it's hogwash. I mean, no, it's it just, like, it, it would be different if I wasn't, and then last week, this last week I have been. Mm-hmm. Um... I guess security can be on my mind. Let's see what this is about you. The moon in fellow water sign cancer encourages you to keep an open mind while important conversations about love, money, values, and commitments take place as Venus connects with Saturn. Watch your urge to manipulate or control situation as the moon opposes your ruling planet Pluto. Hmm. Damn, I wanted to control someone. Did you? No. Okay. Well, See, I just uh, I just don't know how I feel about. It. I wish they were just more substantive. Yeah, I agree. 
Well, we tried. We'll try it again some other time, maybe. But uh, what's the not what's not the news with you, Paul? All right. So this happened a couple weeks ago, but this is like legitimately one of my nightmares. So um, you don't own your own house at the mm-hmm. moment, but eventually mm-hmm. you will. Yeah, uh, we'll see about and that. And you'll probably have a basement. All right. Okay. There was this couple in Iowa who they had a seepage into their basement, which is a horrible word to begin with. Uh, it's not a good word. The only problem is it wasn't water. It was just straight blood, <gasps> if you notice. Jesus! They had three inches of blood fill into their basement. And obviously very <laughs> disturbing when you yeah. go down to see three inches of blood. It was from a slaughterhouse up the hill. And all of their excess God, that's uh, blood so messed up. flowed into their basement. Who gets to clean that up? Serve pro? I don't know. Uh, like, what would you, you be able to clean it? I would be so horrified. I couldn't clean it up. I, I don't think I could handle it. Do you think it. you'd ever eat meat again? You know what's funny? As being that vegetarian for eight years and then this last year going back on meat. Yeah. There's been a few moments where like, Jesus Christ, why am I eating meat? But then like you, you learn to push that down. See, I, I've never... I've been able to separate the <laughs> ethics animal and, the ethics yeah. from the meat. Um, so I, I, I got a serious question for you. Have yeah, you absolutely. ever been on a flight? That has had to do an emergency landing because of a passenger. I mean, um, I, I no, but do you remember I had that story this year where the one lady we were about to fly from before, Vegas? Yeah, oh yeah, the lady we left. They had to, they had to turn us around and kick off the one lady, which was like, uh. well, I've never been in that situation, but uh, apparently, if someone gets really really drunk and unruly, like mm-hmm. seriously drunk and unruly. They have to do an emergency landing. Yeah. Well, the, there was a flight uh, this past week where this guy was getting seriously, like, unruly mm. and tried to actually open emergency doors. Jesus. And so none of the passengers wanted to do an emergency landing. Because who wants to? You just want to get to your con- yeah. continuation move it's on. It's such a hassle. So what did they do? <laughs> the they whole tackled bu- them? No. Well, yeah, first. But then a whole bunch of fa- passengers got cling wrap from the kitchen and tied him up and all tied him in the middle of the floor. And, like, the, the plane, <laughs> they basically, the pilot like, him up <laughs> and the, the everyone was fine with that they're all like yep, oh, yep. so they literally just wrapped him up like a hot dog in saran wrap is, do you think, <laughs> is there no legal consequences for that to do that to a person i mean i guess the plane I, is it kind of like martial law like is it kind of like i don't know i don't know but they continued on they didn't they just well, yeah jeez can you imagine that also i saw this this uh also, where did the saran wrap come from? Was that part of like the? It was like in the kitchen. The food they services. Have back there, yeah. Like, Wait a minute. So no, they can't have like no. legit food, but they have saran wrap. Okay. Also, I need your 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 knee jerk reaction okay, on this jerk. to see what you feel because okay. this happened on another flight a oh couple God, about a month stories. ago or something. Because um, someone wrote the story online. Mm-hmm. Someone it was a middle mid flight and an older guy had a heart attack and died on the mm-hmm. plane. These things happen. I mean, the guy just he was yeah. old as hell had a heart attack and died, so he's already dead at this point. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're going to have to do an emergency landing because no, we have a corpse. Yeah, yeah. And someone <laughs> on the plane legitimately said, why do we have to emer- do an emergency landing? Technically, the emergency is over. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, what are you going to do? Okay, and here's the-, the problem, though. If you're not sitting next to the dead guy on the plane, how much do you care? Not too much. But if you're, like, next to that dead guy, you like, can move do him, you- though. What do you move at? But I mean, is the guy wrong to say that? I mean, no, I mean, he's not. The emergency is over. over. But I don't think that that would that qualify for an emergency landing. I don't think that qualifies. They did do it. 
Yeah. Really? Well, they got a corpse on there now. Yeah, but like, it's not like he's like, if we don't land in an hour, no, he was die. gone. He he's was gone. Tossed. Yeah. So it's like you can't make him less dead. I mean, right? I don't know. And, I, and their defense too is like, if they've landed in the middle of nowhere, obviously, then his body's in the middle of nowhere, nowhere near yeah. his family. Well, is that well, how far away? Like, what if you're like only like a half hour away from your destination, and they want to do an emergency landing I for a know, dead person? Man. Like, who's like an old man who fell quietly in his sleep? I don't know. Just like, let's finish the flight, man. And Just... finally, onto stalkers. Obviously, there's. Oh, uh... I have a really good joke that I used at stand up. <laughs> it's, um, I'll tell it to you real quick before we get into the story. It's, um, so my friend actually told me that she has a stalker, very serious. Dang. And she's like, well, what do I do? What would you do? And I said, well, like, <sighs> I've never been in this situation, nor really have any of my friends, anyone I know. Yeah. I've been in that situation. Well, I said to her, I said, well, if he's hot, he's no longer going to be my stalker. That's pretty rough, man. That, you don't like that joke? I Well, I had to think about it for one okay. second. The yeah. idea is that, like, if he's, like, it's, okay. I don't, I don't want to explain it because I feel like it doesn't need to be explained. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let me know if you like that joke. All right, so, obviously, stalkers are horrible. Yes. And, um... In Japan, those those some of those these J-pop artists they get like they're like do you mean K-pop? No, this is in Japan, so I think it's I think it is technically J-pop. Am I've I wrong never with that? heard J-pop. I mean, you're probably right. Japanese pop. I thought that's what it was. And in any in any case, you know those artists. They I mean they can get like literally pre- presidential level like fame. Oh, it's yeah. insane. Oh, absolutely. And so there was one artist. It was this uh, girl who's like uh, I think she's like 20 or something, and she posted a picture on her Instagram. No, the, here's the picture. Just pretty basic, yeah. Her face, or whatever. And her stalker found her by zooming in on her eye and looking at the reflection of her eye to see where she was, and was able to pinpoint her location by the reflection of her eye, like a street that sign is or something. So scary, isn't it insane? They got him, and nothing had happened, thankfully. Yeah. But to go to that level, if we ever had so much interest in this podcast, where people were stalking us, what would your reaction be? Would that well, scare you from delivering good it. content? Would that be no, like I think there's different levels a deterrent? Because there's stalkers who just want to talk to all the time, and there's ones who I think well, obviously I've never had one, so I have no idea. Yeah, I, you know I've never been in that situation, but I'm sure there's different levels to it. I have you ever had any situations where someone's like maybe not a stalker, like weirdly obsessed? No, I mean I guess it comes down to this for me. I, I am the kind of person like I love content. So I listen to a lot of books, a lot of podcasts, I listen to a lot of music, and there are some people that I do follow a lot pretty regularly with, but I've never had like an obsession to the point where I'd be like, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and as someone who puts out content, I, am, I love when people relate or like the content, but like I feel like I wouldn't know what to do if someone was like that obsessed with like what I was doing that they knew more about it than I did. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like I have written, and I, I haven't published this yet, but there's a 10-book series that I wrote starting back in high school. And there's so much to it that, like, if you were to ask me, like, list out all these details, I couldn't do it. If I reread it, you know, you know, whatever. I, but, like, imagine, like, having, like, a fan know more about Harry Potter than J.K. Rowling. Like, J.K. Rowling's like, oh, what was the name of that? And the fan's like, Ugh! Like, that to me is kind of scary. It's like, shoot, dude, like, I should be the most knowledgeable about my material, right? right? I don't know. It's like Star Wars fans like like Yeah, it's just something I think about. I I just think about, like, wow, that would be really scary to get to a point where I had some kind of material. And they know it better than you do. And they know it better than I do. Or they know more detail or whatever. All right. Well, let's get on to some advice. Yeah, I just had one 
because I thought the astrology was going to go longer, but we really breezed through that. All right. This one is a little tough, um, and I figured we would talk about it just because it's a very interesting topic. So the title of this is, Can I Refuse to Be Alone with a Coworker Who I Had an Emotional Affair With? Can we, can we, can we um, pause for one second? Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Mike Pence actually has this rule oh, where he yeah. cannot be with any female alone ever. Yeah. In his off in office or anything, which is su- like there are so many problems with that. Well, I feel like the first one is like a security breach. Like, what if he has to legitimately say something that's like top secret and the only person who's like has the level clearance to hear it is a woman? I mean, that's a great. Like, point. seriously, what does he do? I'm just thinking of like the sexist implications. I'm just thinking of like what, what does that say? What does that say about you? Like, you do that's not trust it's like, yourself. Like, is, he, like, is he uncontrollable? Yeah, like, and like mind? it makes you look like you're the problem, which you are the problem. Um... I, I just I, I, his poor wife, man. Well, I, she's probably as guilty as he is, but like you know what's really weird oh about Mike God. Pence is he used to be insanely liberal. What happened when he was his his family was was very 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 liberal, and he was too until like the eighties or something. I don't know what happened. I think he went to a Christian college. Oh, and I think that's when he, I, I'm not sure about. Interesting. He used to be. I mean, it's always interesting because you hear these Trump used stories. to be a Democrat until like 2004. Well, yeah, because then he said if he'd ever run, he'd run for Republicans. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's a, and we we don't have to get into that, but no, he made some quite clear comments of why he felt it'd be easier to run as a Republican. Um, it's well, you know, I, I think ideas change. I think ideologies change. Sure, but it is very fascinating when you have these people who. You know, whether they grow up in a conservative or a liberal setting, totally flip the script. Because, you know, we're kind of a huge part of what we're talking about is how family is a huge decider of our own morals and our own ethics and our right. own. Like, I think of my morality and my ethics, and I think they're hugely modeled after after my mom. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I think and my, about, me after my parents. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, and my dad, too. But, you know, my mom and I, like, think the same way. It's so scary. Um, and you have to wonder at some point, like, okay, is that genetics? Is that how you just grew up? It, like, you know, there's so many ways that that could be. But, right. like, in the terms of someone like Mike Pence, it's like, well, what happened to really cause you to shift like that? Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is interesting, I think. I just think it's a weird rule to have, personally. Oh, God, it's so weird. But he's not the only one. It's a lot. No, it, it's a thing, and it's problematic for so many reasons. For a million reasons. But go on, let's hear this. Let's hear this question. Absolutely. All right. So this lady, she says, I'm married and I got too friendly with another coworker. I ended up lying to my spouse after dinner's out, traveling in long personal conversations with this coworker. Um, my spouse Wait, found so out. I'm, conf- so she- oh, I'm a little bit confused. So back up I, here. I, I'm, I assume it's a woman. I shouldn't have assumed. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll just give her, um, we'll give him or her or they uh, a neutral name. We'll just call him Alex. So Alex says they're married. They got too okay, friendly. Okay, so they have a They spouse. are married okay. to a spouse. And they got they friendly got with too a friendly, Yeah, so she, oh, uh, Alex okay. ended up lying to the spouse about dinners out, traveling, oh, and long okay, personal okay, conversations okay, with the coworker. Sense. Okay, okay. Now the I, spouse now found out, and I confessed that I had lied. I told my boss, and my boss understood that I could no longer travel or be alone with this particular coworker. Okay, so got a little too friendly, emotional affair. Boss kind of knows, spouse knows. But now I have a new boss who wants us to travel together for sales meetings and told me that, quote, lay my personal stuff aside. Oh, so he knows about it. Well, it's a new boss. Yeah, no, the new boss knows about this. Well, stuff. this I don't know. That's the thing here, too. I don't know if they know or not. Uh, maybe they just know we it's We just personal. said lay the personal stuff aside. Yeah, but like sometimes you're just like, I don't want to work with so-and-so. It's just, okay. you know, I don't, maybe he doesn't know. 
This doesn't make me or my spouse comfortable. If I feel like if I appeal to my boss's manager who has similar convictions, I wouldn't have to travel with this coworker. I feel like a direct, honest conversation would be the best. You know, I love my job. Can but- I say one thing though? I like <laughs> I like how Alex said that they don't feel comfortable. They don't feel comfortable with themselves. You notice that? Yeah. I mean to do that. I think I think that it's good to feel like I don't I can't trust myself in that situation. I don't want to be in that situation. I think that's a valid excuse. I think it's valid for, you know, someone like Mike Pence to say and I'm not saying he is or whatever. I'm just saying like if he's like, "Well, I'm frisky and I don't I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I I get touchy and I don't want to appear Okay, I kind of get that. Doesn't mean that you should be like I can't even see another woman like, you know, you know, be in the presence of women. That is an extreme reaction. Right. But I think having the ability to self-reflect and say, like, it's like an alcoholic knowing that if they go to the party, there's going to be booze. And having to make that conscious decision of like, okay, well, how am I going to handle that? Right. I think that's that's reflective and that's smart. Right. Um, I think being blind to these issues, that's the problem. Um, so my Alex's spouse says that she should look for a new position if they don't kind of like bend to the demands. So this is what huh. Allison said. Allison is obviously the advice columnist for Ask Manager. She said, you know, I'm kind of sympathetic to your new boss's position here. I totally get why you don't want to be alone with the guy that you had an emotional affair with. But at work, you're genuinely expected to put your personal issues aside and work with other employees. And letting a personal situation impact work to the extent that you refuse to travel with someone or work closely with them doesn't seem totally reasonable or realistic to me. Ultimately, this is a private situation. It's not fair to ask your employer to work around it. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't. That this that doesn't mean that you absolutely must go on the trip. If you feel strongly that it's a no go, um, but that does mean that that's a flag. That it's time to work on changing jobs because the requirements of this one conflict with your personal requirements, and it's reasonable for your employer to say, "Look, you know, we can't accommodate that." Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're right that appealing to your boss's boss would get you exempted from this trip, but I do know that that would be a good way to cause long-term issue with your own boss who's entitled to make his call on this. I think one thing that I'm not seeing is why can't they go on the trip, but, like, do they have to share a room? Can they take separate flights? You can take separate rooms. I I feel like if she's fine having, like, a a personal facade of, like, okay, it's okay with this coworker. Am I am I being am I not being sympathetic enough here? I think that she should just like if there's ways to it's do unfair this to trip, the, it is unfair to the employer because there is a personal there is a, a, an expectation that this, that's flying with a coworker and uh, traveling with a coworker for a job is not an unreasonable request. But like, am I am I crazy thinking that there could be other like situations? Like, let's say they're, they're that they work in Cleveland and the, the trips to L, uh, Las Vegas. There's sure. like ten flights a day to Las Vegas. They can't take separate flights. Yeah, but you shouldn't. It should not be on the employer. To I know. Can't this. she like if she, if they're handling their own booking and their own whatever? If if her boss is like, no, you have to share this room. Well, I, that's that's unethical to share a room. That in the beginning, if they're making you share a room, that's I weird. yeah, but like. I mean, how closely do they have to work at this convention? If they're partners on a project, what are you going to do? You can't... I mean, it's not the company's fault that you... You're, I, mean, I don't know. I'm very... Fault. I just feel like there are there are ways around it. Yeah, but it, my bottom line is it shouldn't be on the employer. No, I agree. I agree. So. I may, I think she should job hunt, but I do wonder if there's other ways that she can kind of get around that. So, mm. well, 
good good times here at Thoughts of the Roundtable. Don't shit where you eat. <laughs> Dude, I've never fallen for a colleague. I don't think I ever will. Because I have not either. I have a history of working with some really rough people. You worked with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My point's valid. Well, we'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>